Yo, what's up, everybody? John Carlo, Fancast Live Podcast. So, I have come to the realization that the New York Mets are nothing more than a 500 team here in 2023. Inconsistencies in starting pitching, hitting, daily lineups, you name it, this team has not performed up to expectations. The offense has struggled because of their inability to get runners in from second with no outs, one out, or two outs, something that the Mets were very successful with in 2022. Um, they haven't had the timely hitting that they, they were getting in 2022. They're striking out a lot more. They're not walking as much. They're... There's a lot of pressure being put on the Mets offense because of the inability for the starting rotation to keep opposing teams off the board. Starting pitching has been giving up a lot of runs in the first inning, um, in the first three, four innings to, 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 to be exact, to the point where it's putting too much pressure on the Mets offense to try to chip away at that lead and try to come back and win games. Middle relief has been disappointing, but then remember, you, losing Edwin Diaz in the World Baseball Classic has put a dent in that Mets bullpen because everybody moved up one spot. Robertson has been relied on mostly to do the closing, and then you have Adovino, Drew Smith, and Brooks Raley, um, you know, setting up the bridge to Robertson. And beyond that, what do you have? You really don't have anything. You have uh, Dominic Leone, Jeff Brigham, and so on and so forth. And they just, I mean, they've had their good moments, but they've, they haven't performed well most of the time. So unless the Mets do something uh, in the near future, and I'm not even saying wait until the trade deadline, I mean there's something the Mets have to do right now to try to fix this before it's too late. After sweeping the Phillies at home, once again, Mets fans were feeling good about this team and were feeling like they were gonna, going to turn the corner. And they didn't do that by getting swept on the road in Toronto to the Blue Jays. They've done this on a few occasions this year to the point where I myself believed that the Mets were finally going to put it together. And it's and it, and it's the same result. One step forward, two steps back for these New York Mets. Starting pitching has been the most disappointing part of the New York Mets roster this year. You lose DeGrom, Bassett, Walker, to free agency, you replace him with Verlander, Kodai Senga, and Quintana. Quintana still on the IL. He has not even pitched once for the New York Mets this year. He's due back at some point, sometime soon. Exactly when that's going to be, I have no idea. You had Verlander to start the season on the IL. He came back. He's been okay, but he's not vintage Justin Verlander. Max Scherzer has not been vintage Max Scherzer. He's had his ups and ups and ups and downs as well. Their strikeout per nine are down. Their walks are up. 
Kodai Senga, I mean, has uh, a, a performance to die for one game, and then he can't get out of the third inning in the next game. Um, Carlos Carrasco, after coming off the IL, didn't seem right, and in his last two starts, he's been okay. And the likes of Tyler McGill and David Peterson have been completely disappointing. After their success in 2022, a lot of Mets fans thought that they were going to take the step forward this year, and they haven't done that. Peterson is at AAA Syracuse because he has struggled to stay in the rotation here with the New York Mets. Tylo McGill has been mediocre at best. He is he hasn't even been a flash of what he was in 2022 when he replaced um, Jacob Degrom in the rotation. He was phenomenal last year in Jacob Degrom's absence until he got hurt, and when he came back, he was not able to regain that success. Um, David Peterson is disappointing because everybody felt that David Peterson was the better pitcher of the two. I just felt that David Peterson was selected to be the fifth man in this rotation when Quintana went down out of spring training because he was a left-hander. But I always thought that McGill was the better of the two. But McGill really hasn't shown that he is that much better than David Peterson. He's been slightly better but not that much better. So the Mets have to do something at some point, hopefully before the trade deadline, to where they can add another arm. I know Quintana's going to be back at some point, but you're going to have to add some depth to this rotation because you don't know how much you can rely on the likes of Tyler McGill and David Peterson once Quintana comes back. The middle relief has been atrocious. Um... Dominic Leone, Jeff Brigham, and whoever else has been in that middle relief role has been terrible. Um, at times, they show glimpses that they can get the job done, but more times than none, they've been terrible in their outings to the point where they just let games slip away. Again, applying more pressure to the Mets' offense. Now, as far as the offense is concerned, the likes of Pete Alonso and Francisco Lindor are in a slump right now. But those are the two bats that have been driving in most of the runs and hitting most uh, most of the home runs. Um, but listen, every player is entitled to a slump. It's unfortunate that the two players are in a slump right now. Pete, Pete Alonso still continues to hit home runs, but he has been inconsistent with his average. His average is down to 234, and I believe Lindor's is down to 210, 211, 212 on the season. He is driving in a lot of runs, and he, I think, has hit 9 or 10 home runs himself. But the fact of the matter is he has been striking out a lot lately. Pete Alonso, same. This offense never seems to be clicking on all cylinders. There has never been a point in the last two seasons where this entire lineup has hit consistently on all cylinders. You brought up the likes of Brett Beatty, Francisco Alvarez, and Mark Vientos, and they have not been in a lineup on a consistent basis. Beatty has been in the lineup probably more so than the other the other two. Alvarez has been in, in the lineup 
a bit more often lately because he has finally shown the New York Mets that he can hit in the big spot, something he wasn't doing at the beginning of the season when he was called up after Narvaez got hurt. Um, Alvarez has had some of the big hits, some clutch hits for the New York Mets lately. Um, Mark Vientos was called up, but he has rarely played. It's just mind-boggling to me that this kid was hitting the cover off the ball at AAA Syracuse. He got to the point where he had nothing else to prove at AAA Syracuse. He finally gets the call up, and he's on the bench? No. No. I don't know what is going on. I don't know if it's the front office. I don't know if it's Buck Showalter. I don't know if it's a combination of both. But there has to be some kind of consistency in this Mets lineup to the point where these players all have to be in a lineup every day. Let them play, and let's see what their numbers are against righties, against lefties, and then you can say, well, we'll sit this guy against lefties, we'll sit that guy against righties, and so on and so forth. But if you don't play them, you cannot know for sure if these guys should be or should not be in a lineup on an everyday basis. There has to be some kind of consistency. There has been, this lineup has been a work in progress from the get-go. Eduardo Escobar struggled to start the season. He was replaced by Brett Beatty. Then you had Guillaume sent down, and Eduardo Escobar is now your utility infielder. Narvaez gets, gets hurt, and Francisco Alvarez is finally called up. He struggled and is now put it together. He's having a pretty good rookie season at the age of 21. Mark Vientos needs to be in a lineup more often. He is a much better hitter than Daniel Vogelbach. Daniel Vogelbach is making $1.5 million this season. He can be DFA'd, and it wouldn't hurt Steve Cohen in the pocket whatsoever. Chump change. As much as I like Daniel Vogelbach as a person, as a player, as a guy that is a you know has a good attitude in the clubhouse and in a dugout, he offers the New York Mets nothing. He can't play the field. He can't run the bases. All he can do is bat lefty. That's it. So there has to be some kind of consistency with this Mets lineup. And then and only then can we figure out who should and shouldn't be in a lineup on an everyday basis. So something has to be done because this season is about to slip away. The Mets start a three-game set against the Atlanta Braves on Tuesday in Atlanta where they're not very successful. So the the season could slip away here. They're at 500 going into the series against Atlanta. If the, if the Atlanta Braves, who are dealing with their own adversity with so many injuries in their starting rotation, but yet they are one of the best pitching staffs in the league and have one of the best OPSs as an offense in the league. This is a team to be reckoned with. And I don't think the Mets are ready 
to take on the Atlanta Braves right now because of their recent struggles. This is do or die in this series. If the Mets don't take at least two of three in this series, this season could easily be over in the month of June. That's all I got. Let's go Mets. Peace.